What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In today's world, there are many who believe that the human body is inherently flawed, but not all of us do. It is my goal with this show to bring you the people and the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. Push myself to my limits, I'm in it to win it. Forget the beginning, it's not that you push myself to my limits. I'm in it to win it is what he just said and if that isn't the truth, I don't know what is. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest podcast on planet Earth. Or at least the greatest podcast on Apple. Or on Spotify if you're listening to it there. Or wherever you're listening to it. Because I honestly can't keep track of all the platforms it's on. I think it's on Amazon. Because I know Amazon has a podcasting platform now. Google Podcasts is the thing. Uh, the, the platform I hosted, like, there's just so many different places. But that's not the point. It's the greatest podcast, well, ever. And luckily, you're all tuning into it. And I'm your host, Tyler Egan, the one and only. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm going on rants already today. I'm in the mood to talk. Um, I got bored a few weeks ago. I wasn't bored, I was curious. Um, so I went on YouTube. As I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel, I typed in my name, and there's like 50 million Tyler Egan's. And I'm like, that guy's a fraud, that guy's a fraud, that guy's a fraud. They're not the real Tyler Egan. I am, so I'm going to stand up. As my man Marshall Mathers said, will the real Tyler Egan please stand up? And I have. But not today, I'm sitting down. Anyway, that's not the point. I went on a little bit of a tangent there. I apologize over caffeinated and i'm just in the mood to chat today so today i have an episode by request um i want to say like two months ago i did a instagram story where people could list off topics i should talk about and they could have been anything from research related to just mindset anything one of the ones i got was from a client who after we discussed things going on with her journey and whatnot she said, oh, that would be a really good topic. I said something along the lines of, you kind of need encouragement outside of your bubble. Um, she's like, oh, that would be a really good topic. So I'm here to talk about it today. Um, what is getting encouragement outside of your bubble? Well, if you think about the world today, whether we are on social media or we are in our everyday life, we, we're really... I'm trying, uh, okay, um, so I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Simpson mo- Simpsons movie, and I think there's only one. I haven't seen it in forever, but if I, oh, excuse me, remember correctly. Hold on, let me get some hydration in. I hope you guys heard the sound of hydration. But in that movie, I don't remember what happened now, because I really wish I could set up all the context, but I think at the end of the movie, they put... Wow, I don't even remember. Hold on, I got my food, my my food, my computer in front of me. Let me look it up. The town the Simpsons lived in. I forget the name of the town they lived in. Wait, wasn't it Springfield? Yeah. Okay, so Springfield. Does it have a state? 
whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. So Springfield in the Simpsons world was encased in a massive bubble. And that's kind of how we live our lives these days. Like, you know, if you think about your everyday life, you go to work, the gym, um, you go to the same grocery store, you go to the same Walmart, you go to the same karate class, you go to the same cooking class, you go to, I don't know what else. We live in these bubbles in our everyday lives, and then we go on the interwebs, we go on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, and you're following the same people or similar people on all platforms. Like for me, I follow a lot of fit fitness oriented people. So a lot of the things I see on a daily basis are fitness. And then I go to work and I work at a gym. So I'm surrounded by a bunch of quote unquote meatheads all day. And then I train people. So then I'm talking about fitness more. So my life is surrounded by fitness that there are times where I forget there's so many other things going on in the world besides just fitness. My bubble is fitness. For other people, that may be different things. Before this, I used to work in um, the label manufacturing business. So, you know, if you have, I have a my uh, Omega 3s right in front of me. Uh, the label that's on this, oh, that's a pretty shitty label. The labels that's on this bottle, I, um, that used to be the, the bubble I was encased in. So I would only ever know, besides my time at the gym and whatnot, what was going on in the label industry. So we all live in these bubbles. And, you know, there's another term I hear get thrown around a lot is the echo chambers that are on the internet. So if you think about like people who think more conservatively when it comes to politics, they probably follow a bunch of conservative media outlets and things like that. Well, that's all they ever hear is the conservative viewpoint. They never hear the opposing side. And that's the issue today is we, we're, we're all in these bubbles and we, we think that these bubbles are the world, but there's, there's 8 billion of us. There's so much shit happening. So we get so consumed with our bubble and the people that are in it. Even though I'm in fitness, the people in my bubble aren't, you know, like my family, they're not, their life doesn't revolve around fitness. So, and I forget that sometimes. So we need to find people outside of our bubble, people that we don't, we may or may not talk to every single day. And we need to, you know, be challenged in a way. We need to be challenged on our viewpoints, the way we look at the world, things like that, so that we can ultimately grow. And I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, you want to grow as a human. And one of the ways that the people outside of our bubble bubble can help us is through encouragement and encouraging getting encouragement from people outside of your bubble is fantastic and what i ultimately mean and here we are seven minutes in i'm went on a massive rant and i'm finally getting to the point what i ultimately mean is getting encouragement outside of your bubble is having a community that is there to support you and that community could be like one or two people or it could be like 15 to 27,000 i don't know um people you know whatever you really need i think you're better off with a small group because then you can trust everybody but it's important because if you think about your bubble and the people in, in, in so that you're surrounded wait hold on the people that surround you within it those people so i'll use myself as an example my bubble currently outside of fitness and outside of the gym and outside of my friends online is my family. When my family sees me, my guess is, and I and I could be wrong, but my guess is they probably still see the same drunken 23-year-old little boy who lived with his parents, who complained about his job and complained about everything else in his life. They probably still see that because I was that person for so long and they weren't 
always around. Like the the majority of my growth happened um, after I moved out of my parents' house. So they didn't necessarily see all that and I didn't go out of my way to expose it to them because I needed to find myself outside of my family. So in doing that, I found people, I found people outside of my bubble who did encourage me, who did challenge me, who didn't make me a better person. And this is important because they didn't see me for the person that I was before I started to completely cultivate the man I am today. So who can this be? Like, I mean, that this, this right here is why the internet is so, such a, an amazing tool. It's such an amazing tool that we have access to. And instead of seeing it as a tool that we have access to, most people view it like it's this, it's, it's the devil reincarnated. Look, Gary Vaynerchuk said this best, so I'm not going to act like I came up with this, and I actually remember he said this most of the time when I quote somebody, I forget who says it. Um, he said, social media didn't make, like, no, oh, fuck, now I'm drawing a blank. Social media has exposed us, is what he says. It was something to that effect. Because if you think about it, human beings have are the same like we act the same we're very reactive and the difference between social like pre-social media now is social media okay social media has exposed us it is exposing us for what we truly are and and if you ask me this is just my opinion most of us are just fake we're fake we don't even because we don't know who we are and that is beginning to show because of social media I mean, if you think about it, most people will put on an act in public because they don't want to be perceived a certain way and they don't want to be judged. But when they get online, there's nobody around that necessarily see them and they don't know who's actually watching online. So they just post the first thing that pops up in their head. They don't have the time or even the wherewithal to what's the word I'm looking for here, analyze their surroundings and worry like who's going to judge me. They just post something. And that's what I mean. Social media has exposed us, but it's it, it really is a remarkable tool that we, the human beings of this world, especially if you're listening to this podcast because podcasting is another amazing tool, um, we have access to. So you can find an amazing community of people on these social media platforms. I mean, for Christ's sake, Facebook has a section devoted to groups you can find a group of people who are quote unquote like you who think like you who are very similar minded now i guarantee you most of those people in that group aren't actually that they're not as similar minded as you would think like as an example when i started working at the gym i'm working at i was like cool i'll finally be around people who think more like me who are like just wanting to grind and put in the work and a friend of mine said to me this this wise man always seems to pop up don't get consumed by the fake energy at the gym. And, you know, I thought about it and thought about it. And then I started to work there. And I'm like, fuck, he's right. Because, you know, the gym in all of its glory is, I mean, as much as I love human movement and exercise, a lot of people use it as a coping mechanism, just like drugs and things like that. It can be unhealthy as just as much as it can be healthy. So, you know, I found very quickly that 
the fake energy at a gym really wasn't what I was looking for. I want to cultivate that myself, but that's not the point because I'll be here for another whole day and a half. So you can utilize this social media, you know, going to the gym and con- conversing with somebody after your workout, please. Um, finding those people who make you better, who challenge you, who want to see you win, who don't push you down or beat you down, who don't make fun of you because you're going to the gym. Look, okay, I'm not going to pretend like everybody is like me. I'm not going to pretend like everybody's inner circle or bubble, bubble of people, if you will, are like mine. But people make will make comments to you about taking care of yourself, um, going to the gym, working out more. And they may play it off like it's a joke. But realistically, if they're joking with you about, you know, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not meal prepping because, and meal prepping's on my mind because I just posted a YouTube video about it. Hard plug, go check it out. Um, I'm not meal prepping because I want to live my life. What part of doing things like meal prepping, going to the gym, taking care of your health, your long-term health, um, allows you to not live your life? I, I've never really quite understood this. Um, people get very uncomfortable with somebody who is striving for more in their life because when you start to want more from your life and the people who've known you from your past, who knew you before you were that person, um, you they, they're always going to see you, or they may, I, I could be wrong, they may always see you as that person who didn't want more. And now you're making them feel uncomfortable or maybe even a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? You're exposing their lack of confidence in the person they truly are because you are trying to better yourself and they feel bad that they're not bettering themselves. So they're trying to bring you down with them. And, you know, this same person, I'll just say, my friend Shane McKinnon, guys, if you don't follow him, go check him out. I'm, I plug him, his wife, their company all the time, but those two people have had a very massive impact on my life, so I will continue to do so. He always, he's said to me a few times that people don't have, you got to evaluate people, and if they are bringing value to your life, if they are if they're, it's a plus in your life, then you know it's probably worth keeping them around, and my guess is you're giving the same value back but if you got if you evaluate a relationship and and it's bringing a negative aspect to your life then maybe it's time to cut that off i understand that um you know you may have been friends with johnny appleseed for 25 years but if that person is bringing you down constantly because you want to better yourself and johnny doesn't so he's constantly cracking jokes in you or making fun of you then you have to evaluate that and really look at it like is it worth it is it worth it for you to surround yourself with people who ultimately don't provide any value to your life and the only reason that you're keeping them around is because um, it feels right or because it's it's the comfortable thing to do? What people need to understand is, um, and I guess, oh, hi, Bella's in the house, my family doge. Uh, I guess people don't have to understand, but I'm going to inform you guys anyway just in case you do want to understand. So the human brain is constantly seeking stability it wants to be comfortable and the people from our past allow us to anchor to those comfortable feelings and thoughts and things to that effect so you're always going to want to it's not going to feel right if you realize that johnny appleseed is contributing absolutely nothing but negativity to your life and maybe it's time to cut that person out 
And look, I personally believe that this needs to be done, like evaluation of relationships needs to be done with everybody in your life. That includes best friends, family members, girlfriends, boyfriends. Like I wish, I don't wish, I know going forward as a single man now, the next relationship I'm in, I will think of it a lot differently. I, when I was younger and I was in relationships, I thought, well, you know, I have to get married and I have to do it this, that, and the other way. But it's like, if this person isn't providing value to my life, then why are we together? Because ultimately it's just, we're just, we're just hurting each other, you know? So that's just the way I view it now. But, um, and I think I think evaluating relationships has to go across the board. I don't care if it's your your best friend, like I said, Johnny Appleseed from 25 years ago, uh, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, your grandmother, your dog. Bella brings a lot of value to my life because she's a beautiful, amazing doge. Um, whoever it is, you need to evaluate that relationship and and ask yourself: Is it a plus or is it a minus? If that person is bringing you down, then you know maybe it's time to sever some ties. I hate to be the one to break it to you, but with any luck maybe there's one person out there who just needed to hear that and this just gave you the the no i'll tell you what you can go ahead and blame it on me if you need to if that person's negative just cut them out and then if they're if they're providing value if it's a plus if that relationship's a plus in your life well maybe you should double down on that relationship honestly from my own personal experience since i've done this my life has gotten so much better you know, I love my friends, my family, everybody from my past, but if they're not providing value, ultimately we're probably just hurting one another. And, you know, that comfort, is it really worth it if we're both going to be miserable latching on to whatever emotion we use each other for? So I think, um, I think that's about it, guys. You know, I think evaluating relationships is important. I think, and actually that that's another topic someone asked me about. So, uh, or someone told me to do a podcast on. So I guess I just killed two birds with one stone. So, you know, finding that encouragement outside of your bubble is huge. You know, we have our bubble of people who, you know, I'm not saying this is it for everybody. And I used myself as an example earlier, and I could be wrong about that. But what I've noticed in my life and, and from the people I've talked to, it seems like the people from our past ultimately look at us the way they want to look at us. We can't make them see us for who we're becoming or who we are, but rather they'll see us or they may always see us for the person we were. And that's why it's important to find encouragement outside of your bubble. Because if you really want to expand yourself in this world and elevate yourself, then you need people to elevate you as well. Or at least that's just my opinion. Uh, maybe you can do it on your own. And if you can, teach me your secret. Because I fucking hate... I'm just kidding. I actually... I used to hate people. Now I love them. But it depends on the person. I mean, Belle is still the coolest. That's why she's my favorite. So guys, I'm going to wrap the episode up there. I hope somebody took something from this. I really do. Um, this one was off the top of the dome. And I'm glad I did it. It felt weird getting back in the podcasting saddle. I've been like... I've been all over, like the podcast has been put on the back burner a little bit. I have other priorities. I'm really trying to expand my personal training business and whatnot. So the, the podcast has been put, not a whole, but like I said, on the back burner a bit, but it's felt good to do. So I hope somebody took some from this. If you guys did, I would appreciate if you could leave a rate and review on iTunes. It really helps uh, grow the show, helps more people see it. Um, the rates, 
uh, no, I'm sorry, the reviews give people context as to why they should listen to the show in the first place, if I'm even worth it. You know, if you don't get any value from this, if you just think, hey, this guy's a turd, don't, don't rate it, don't review it, or give it a bad rating. I mean, you gotta do you. All right, guys, I'll check you out in the next episode. Peace.